Hello, and welcome back to another edition of I Am the Woman Caught in Adultery. Are you enjoying the podcast, I Am the Woman Caught in Adultery? Make sure that you share that podcast with others, that you subscribe yourself. That way you get it fresh off the press. Soon as it drops, you get it first. And take the time to send me a message or a question to the email address IATWCIA at AOL.com. Again, that's IA. T-W-C-I-A at AOL.com. I look forward to hearing from you. And thank you so much for your support. Thank you to the United States, to Canada, to United Kingdom, and to Sri Lanka. Thank you so much for your support. God. Put your spirit in this thing. Hello, friend, and back to talk. <laughs> love talking to you and sharing with you what I've received. Today I want to talk about counterculture. Yes, counterculture. And you might say, well, how are we talking about counterculture while we're talking about God? Because the same way the world dismisses and overlooks the disabled, the infirmed, It also overlooks people that are of the faith. And a lot of times we find that we feel like because this world was founded on God, this world was founded because of spiritual freedom. But then where's God? I even heard them mention that even as the president did the National Day of Prayer prayer, that God was left out. And a lot of times we find that that happens. God is left out until something happens and then everybody goes looking for him. In fact, there are some people in the counterculture that rely on God solely. It's not about worldly gain. It's not about becoming rich and famous. It's just about doing the right thing. And then it's referred to as counterculture. And you would think, like I said, in this world where it's about religion, religious freedom, that was the purpose of coming to America, was to be free to serve God however I wanted to. In our support group, Safe and Sound, Mr. Mosley had us watch a movie, and you too can watch it. It's called Crip Camp, C-R-I-P-C-A-M-P, Crip camp and it's on YouTube and it's talking about a group of hippies another set of counterculture that thought it not robbery to give people with disabilities people that were blind people that were deaf people that couldn't walk people that couldn't talk 
people that couldn't even go to the bathroom for themselves, an opportunity for normalcy. And these this group of hippies, even though they were scourged and talked about, oh, they just smoke weed, they're out there flower powering and picking daisies and dancing. But one thing about it, the hippies were the one that took the disabled, the ones that the world disregarded and discarded. Because even in this movie, it showed how children that were disabled and their parents had given them as wards of the state because either they couldn't take care of them or they chose not to because everybody wants to have a perfect baby. But sometimes it doesn't happen. But even in that, these hippies took a a group of disabled people and gave them a week that was so amazing that it made them fight for the rights that they deserve to be treated equal to be treated like a person not like refuse not like trash we're not garbage and it's the same way with spiritual spirituality a lot of times because people find out that you serve God and you love God you're considered counter I'm considered counterculture and I'm thinking well that's just one of the things we have to deal with one of the things I have to go through it will be okay and God took me to a scripture in 1 Corinthians 4 and he began to show me how even Paul began to let the Corinthian church know that we're counterculture also because we love God because we serve God people have been beaten People have been burned. People have been hung. People have been tarred and feathered. People have even been put in arenas with animals to be killed because of the name of God. But in this counterculture, at least I know at the end of my journey, at the end of my tenure in this counterculture, I'll receive eternal life because even though the world the America was supposed to be founded on spiritual freedom. It got to be about that almighty dollar. And we see that every day. And it makes me wonder who's really the counterculture. Who's really the one that's going against natural things. But even the Bible told us that they would have, we would have unnatural affection. And people think that that's... <laughs> just sexually but unnatural affections if I'm not recognizing and reverencing the one that allows me to be here because every day that I wake up it's a day with brand new mercies so if anything I should wake up with praise in my mouth rejoicing on my lips my hands lifted to God because one more day that he's kept me So when we serve God fervently and faithfully, we're considered the counterculture. And that's all right. I'm fine with that. I don't mind being different. In fact, I enjoy it because everybody wants to be a 10. Everybody wants to be great. Everybody wants to be perfect. But if that were the case, how boring and generic would this world be? So I don't mind being part of the counterculture because it's my intention to let people know that God loves you 
God cares for you. And he loves us not because we're millionaires, not because we're dimes, not because we're beautiful, not because we're tens, not because everybody's handsome and everybody's doing the... He loves us in spite of who I am and what I am. Even though I'm his child, it's not always that I do everything that I'm supposed to do. But even in that, I'm still loved. And he said he's married to the backslider. So even if I should find myself have slipped, fall, or ran and jumped, he's waiting with open arms, even for the counterculture. And I love how Paul began to break it down and let them know we're despised, even though the only thing we're doing is telling people that Jesus saves. We're hated, even though we're only laying hands on people and healing people and doing the same things that Jesus did when he was here. He said, we find ourselves at times with no food, no clothing, and no place to stay because of the fact that we preach this gospel of Jesus Christ being a savior. And I guess because when people were looking for the Messiah back then, they were looking for somebody to come in on a battle horse, ready to go to battle and free the Jews. But he did. He came to free us. He came to give us liberty. But it wasn't about physical warfare. It's a spiritual thing. And that's why he keeps reminding me, stop putting your attention on things here because these things will pass. Stop putting your focus on things that are not going to pay you with eternal life because he reminded me that the wages of sin are death but the gift of God is eternal life so even being in the counterculture where you despise people hate you and when they find out that I love God sometimes people have stopped talking and decided well I ain't gonna bother her she don't she one of them Jesus freaks that's okay and that's all right because at the end of my tenure in this counterculture just like the people in crip camp at the end of the story you find them doing a sit-in because just because we're disabled just because we have disabilities we're not counted out like I told you I'm legally blind visually impaired and I have low vision but God still gives me the ability to get into his word because we have apps that can read to us, that can talk to us. He still gives me the ability to preach his word because we have apps that allow, just like I'm doing now, me to minister and give God's word. So I don't mind being part of the counterculture. He always provides. His name is Jehovah Jireh. He provides. But Jen and other people sat in, went to Washington, Because when they wouldn't sign the 504 and the Disabilities Act, the ADA, first they went and they marched. Then they went to the man's house and he snuck out the back door. But like Jen said, he got to go to work. So they went to his job and ended up spending almost a month sitting in because they felt like we deserve better than what we're getting 
they showed a clip in this movie where children that had been left as wards of the state were in a room masses of children laying on the floor in their own feces naked and a lot of them couldn't even talk and the only thing you could hear was them crying and wailing because I look at it like this nobody asked for the things that happened to them to happen to them and I believe that everything happens is for the glory of God and for this country to be about spiritual religion serving God freely this is the same country that discards people that are not perfect that disregards people that are not what they call whole or they're the infirmed or the afflicted but that's okay because God sees all knows all and he handles all and one thing I'm learning not to do is judge anybody because that's the first thing Paul told us to do don't judge them because of what they do a lot of times people are ignorant and they don't know any better and then sometimes they're just indignant and hateful and they don't care because if it's not perfect I don't want it But in spite of my flaws, in spite of my imperfections, God involved me in this counterculture. And I thank him for that. I don't mind being a part of the counterculture. Because if everybody did the same thing, the same way, where would this world be? But for the people of counterculture fighting for disability rights, for civil rights, for freedom to live life the way I want to. Don't be ashamed of who you are and what you are because I learned growing up, the old people used to tell me if you're ashamed of it, you shouldn't be doing it. You shouldn't be in it. But when you love God with all your heart, mind, body, and soul, don't be ashamed to be part of the counterculture embrace who you are because he said if I'm ashamed of him here he's going to be ashamed of me in front of his father I don't want that so I don't mind being part of the counterculture because he was despised he was rejected he was hated for the name of God for the love of God so I don't mind being part of the counterculture because he said the first will be last And the last will be first. So put me in the counterculture. I'm going to still come out on top. God promised it.